You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Snagged a pretty cool article because now I got a new, uh, I get emails from Intelligent Design. And if you know me over the years, I kind of like to throw something out there about the animal kingdom. And you and I say, you know, you tell me, was it intelligently designed or is it just happenstance evolution? Right. Now, a lot of people, I would think, if you if you believe in evolution, in other words, that it's just a process that everything goes through, that you must believe that somehow <laughs> that you believe that there's like intelligence in the random happenstance. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, we just have to. Just it just seems like wow. Anyway, so this Eric Castle wrote a pretty cool article. He's talking about self-location and navigation. Now you know a lot of fish, the sea turtles, they go out for years. They're born, they make it out in the ocean. They go if they live, they come back to the same spot. How in the world do they know that? They know that uh, sea lions, those big animals, come up on the on the shore when they're out for thousands of miles out in the ocean, and one of them will be pregnant. And somehow they know when they have to leave to get back to the beach to have the calf. And they make it on time. You know, things like this are pretty cool. So Eric is, uh, the self-locating neuron networks are found primarily in the hippocampus. (laughs) It is theorized that these networks provide support for the ability of animals to form cognitive maps. Wow. So they're just studying this initially in mammals. They're focused on rats and mice, and they identified primarily self-locating mechanisms. There's a couple of them they have. And more recent studies have been conducted with bats during flight. I don't know how that happens, but boy, God bless them. That's amazing. The self-location is three-dimensional in space. Even more intriguing is that the bat mechanism can be applied on a time continuum representing past, present, and future. The authors of one study conclude these results reveal a positional representation in flying bats that extends along a continuum of space and time and could support a representation of remembered paths. Okay? It's amazing. Uh, you know, did, did they have it originally when bats came upon the scene? It's just, it, I mean, you tell me. Were they created like that? They've got something way better than our GPS. I think and that's a high advance. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. I don't imagine Macy, you could tell her, there was a huge point of her life from the beginning till she was a teenager where you would never be able to talk to her about the good Lord. And you'll understand why when I'm about to tell you her story. She just recently, just very quickly explained, and it did turn around. It's going to be miserable. You can't imagine, you know, when you think about the fall of Adam and Eve and the fall, sometimes... When you you know you've got viruses and germs and things that are go on that are like wow we it's really something and so she was born with an incurable agonizing disease that made her life in her opinion not worth living and the name of it is visceral neuropathy 
with pseudo obstruction. She said most people don't know what it is, never heard of it. But basically, it means you were born with a stomach and intestines that don't work at all. Had to be fed through a tube in my stomach. And then my intestines for a while, they worked enough to keep me alive. But my stomach wasn't absorbing food and medication. So, you know, she's put on all the vitamins and things she needs to keep you alive. They just infuse it in you, right? She can't eat or drink anything. And she's growing up as a, a little girl. And it got worse because he did some surgeries on her. They would have to do, I guess one time they put her intestines in backward. It was absolutely awful. She said, I was a three-year-old that looked like I was pregnant. My stomach was so big and stuff. You know, that's not like, you don't have friends when you're growing up like that as a little girl. And she died, spent 23 hours out of the day just in agony, in pain. The doctors thought I just wanted the pain meds and stuff, right? So she's going along probably wishing she could end it all, right? She hated, she thought everybody was terrible. She must have seen the news one time or something. It's like so much hatred in the world and everything. She was 19 years old and she got a transplant. Four organs in her body came from a 12 to 15 year old girl that the family cared enough for others to give me the gift of life. And she said, I'm here to tell you to have faith in the good people in this world. She completely changed her life, right? She said, it's completely turned around. I have friends. I can do things that I was never able to do. She said, I want you to know that there are good people that do good things out there. And I said, Macy, you're talking to the choir with our bunch right here. I'm telling you. So she said, thank you to all and God bless every single donor out there. She posted a picture. She's a beautiful 19-year-old. This is me now greeting every day with a smile and thanking God for the amazing people in life. And it's true, isn't it? When you've when you've been to the to the pit, and there are people that have, you know. And and just because you haven't, it doesn't mean you didn't have a turnaround, but Wow, man, you got to feel good about that, right? It's amazing. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. When you may be losing heart if you got a child in school, the statistics are in. Maybe not your children or grandchildren, hopefully, but kids really took a hit in learning during the pandemic. That remote learning thing for a lot of them was really, really tough. For K through 12 education in this country, there's been a historic drop in math and reading scores last fall. So this week is actually National School Choice Week, okay? Now don't roll your eyes at me. I was pretty stunned to realize, yes, there are traditional public schools. I have family members that teach in those schools and not all of them, obviously, <laughs> but um, they're very good teachers. Very good, okay? But it's public schools. You know about that. If you've got kids in there, there's public charter schools, there's magnet public schools, there's online learning, there's private schools, there's home education. What is entailed in all of these? They will lay it out at their website, which is schoolchoiceweek.com slash New York. I posted that link. I'll post it again on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. The idea is to get you connected to one of the parents, the teachers, school leaders, education organizations 
They're celebrating National School Choice Week, and they can provide context for school choice-related stories. So, look for that again. Just trying to help you out here on Cup of Joe Morning Show. I came across this. They sent it to me, and I thought, wow, it might be something you'd, you want to get a hold of, you know, as a parent, grandparent, schoolchoiceweek.com slash New York. So look for it on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. I'm going to do it right now. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Have some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The sound of life. It's amazing when you've got a grandmother. Excuse, excuse me. Well, she's a grandmother. She's a great grandmother now. And she's got several great grandchildren. And she's getting ready to meet her newest great grandchildren. But there's an issue. She has dementia. How will she react? Her granddaughter wrote and published a video of her looking down at that little wonderful child and singing a song that she has sung to every great-grandchild and maybe the grandchildren, but certainly the great-grandchildren. It's amazing. It's called the Bushelana Peck. And if you remember that song, you go pretty far back. I've got Doris Day singing it. So you know the era that it was. And maybe she's the one that sang it. I don't know. It's, it's quite the love song. You got to listen to it. It's pretty me. Amazing. But the granddaughter said this made her, her mother, her grandmother, so happy. It's amazing how the brain can choose so much, lose so much. The brain can lose so much. But music somehow stays. Music really is amazing for healing and memory. That is what her granddaughter wrote. I'm getting so lost in the grands and the greats. I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck, <laughs> a hug around the neck, and a barrel and a heap, a barrel and a heap, and I'm talking in my sleep about you. with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. I came across this. is interesting. It gave me an idea. An idea popped right into my head when I saw this. And it will yours too when I tell you. But it was a news article about how some states are paying a lot of money to round up the grocery carts like in New Mexico, they paid a contractor $47,000 just to round up these thousands of shopping carts around the city in North Carolina in Fayetteville. Over the last couple of years, over $78,000 just to round up the, the, the shopping carts, which has got to be a real job when they get scattered all over the place. You know, like that. And I know what you're thinking right now, you know. Well, all these, right? They, you have to put a quarter into the little slot on the on the grocery cart handle, and it releases a chain. And then when you bring it back, you pop the chain back in, and your quarter comes back. It's all really cool. And then that way, and that does a really good job. Anybody that's ever shopped there, they, and every once in a while, there might be one. Probably a thunderstorm came or something when they were out there in the end of the parking lot. They're like, ah, I don't care. 
because that's what happens at the regular grocery store. I've been in them when a when a shower hit and you come out after and like their cards everywhere, you know. And and they pay the grocery store that I go to. I mean, you know, they they pay at least as a person or two on the job all the time, rounding up those carts. But I guess as long as they're in the parking lot, they're okay. So I came up with an idea, right? I said, you want your, you want to get your cart back? I'll tell you what you do. You put a credit card swiper on that thing. You swipe your credit card and leave the leave the you know the the thing open. Leave the debit open. And then when you bring it back, you swipe it and they release the hold on your credit card. That'll get it back. Any right? town that could dream yeah. up a hoax like this has a sense yeah. of humor that I wouldn't try to compete with. Right. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The sound of life. Grocery story story. I love those because there's a lot of those. And some people... You've been on both ends. Maybe you're one of those people that was somebody's angel and you helped them out. You know, but a lot of cases where somebody's out and about and they get in trouble. Sometimes you might not understand what has happened, what's going on, you know, but people come to the rescue and this woman did. She just admitted she'd moved to Iowa, I believe is where she's moving to the first of the month and she was shopping at the local grocery store and she takes a bus, a public bus to get there. Bus riders. You know about that, right? Mm-hmm. And she gets to the checkout, and the cashier starts scanning all her groceries. She realized she left her EBT card at home. So she said, just void the whole thing. I got to come back later. And she calls up the manager, and he asks, can you come back later today? We'll save your cart until then. And she said, well, you know, with the bus the way it is, she said, by the time I get home, get it and all that, do what it gets. She takes a lot out of me. She said, probably not going to happen today. And the lady behind me is like asking the cashier, what's the problem? What's wrong? And the cashier said, well, she said, can I pay your groceries? I'd really like to. And at first she said, I thought it was a joke and I hesitated, but I could see this compassion in her eyes and I really did need the food. And I asked her several times, are you sure it's a lot of money? She insisted. And, and, you know, she said, I'll do it on one condition that you give me a hug. Isn't that amazing? And she gave me a big warm hug and I thanked her very much over and over again. Tears welling up in my eyes and I, I took a picture of her for two reasons. One, to remind me of her generosity and two, basically, was to share it with anyone hoping one day... It gets back to her that her gift was a true blessing. I'm forever grateful for her. I think she got the idea right there in the store. I think so. She said, this is Jill. She said, blessed be to this woman, an angel sent when I really needed it. I didn't get her name, but she sure touched my heart and made my faith in humanity a whole lot better. It's pretty cool. I had a case one time. I'll tell you right now. I know the, the debit card got, somehow got messed up. We were having a real time. We went through a period where we were having a real time. I don't go into everything, but probably like a car payment hit or something, you know, and we didn't know it. So I'm at Aldi's <laughs> trying to go through, you know, and it wouldn't go. And instead of, you know, it may have been just $10 more groceries than the card had on it or whatever. I didn't want to, I didn't want to mess around. I said, just void the whole thing. I'll put everything back. And she said, no, you don't have to. Just leave the cart right there. And I said, I'm going to put everything back, okay? I'll put the cart back and all that stuff. It'll be like I was never here. I mean, let's face it. It's Aldi's. It took me five minutes. <laughs> 
You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org. 